And we are live. Live and direct. It's been a while. Broadcast. It feels like it's uh, it's been a while. It feels like it's been forever. We all got beards. Right? Oh Grandkids. My, <laughs> <laughs> my fingers hurt. What up, Dirt? What's up, bro? How you been? Drinking some coffee, trying to wake up. Getting calf. On this, uh, it's very, it's a cold November. The it seasons is. have changed since they we have. last uh, very much hit so. record. Very much so. But it's a welcome change. And it's a good change. I saw one thing that caught my eye. Okay. And I figured, what better bros to talk about this okay. with than... So the four, maybe you saw this, the four-time Iditarod champion. I didn't see this. Out of what, who? Yeah, Four-time Iditarod champion. This is, like white, this is white boy stuff. I know. What? Iditarod. You don't know what the Iditarod is? No. Yeah. I figured you've mushed. Well, hold on. Here's the thing. Let me give my layman understanding of what I believe it to be. Yeah. Right? Iditarod. It's like an incredible uh, endurance race through like uh, the Arctic, and it involves uh, uh, a dog sled. Yeah, right? dog sled. And it's a tremendous- Pulling it, a dude. Pulling it a dude with his On dogs. The dude with his dogs. Yeah. And, you know, the guy has to maintain himself and the dogs for this incredible it's distance. It's like A to B, hundreds yeah. of miles through Alaska in the snow. It's an adorable it's like, pretty it's much the dog. You're relying it's, on the dogs. Oh, yeah. Much. For but, the dogs. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm right sure now. there's, I mean, the conditions alone, you know. So the argument here is that the dogs are the athlete. Yeah. Oh, the dogs yeah. are the athlete. <laughs> like, like, uh, like in racehorse, like in horse racing. Exactly like in horse right. racing. And so that's why I saw this. Right. His the four time I did our champions dogs tested positive for juice. Wow. <laughs> no. Wow. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh shit. So he even was on the fucking test. The, all the far reaches. <laughs> I mean, it's so fucked up, man. To just think of the worst. Here you are. You're a dog. You know. With, all, he's got like the long. They're all mushing. Whip is the wrong word. But he's got like the, the reins. Yeah, the reins. There you yeah. go. He's got like the reins and yeah, like yeah. you know, come mush, yeah. mush, mush. I mean, now there is. It is a It's like survival for the human plus oh, for survival sure. and endurance for yeah, the animals because yeah. like they gotta stop. He's gotta, they be gotta able to feed the dogs. And... Yeah, it's like a whole thing. It's not just like a two-hour race. It right. takes like days and days yeah, and days. Yeah, yeah. But Dude, apparently, yeah, I did a rod there. Dermal. This guy you got the North Face jacket on. Come I know, on, I now. feel like I could have that this, going. Yeah, You're this guy went for the. Advantage. Wow. He went there. And juiced up his doggies. He juiced up the doggies. There's nothing nothing you can believe in anymore. Everybody, you know, everybody's like, a villain. Everybody's I mean, a villain. We haven't really gotten into this. Like, I got no problem with, you know, people doing what they feel they need to do to feel good. Let's be honest. All my childhood heroes were on drugs. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Andre 3000. All yeah. of my heroes did dope. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah I mean, uh, that's absolutely true. Yeah. And... Let's you know, that's why wrestling is not as entertaining anymore because they're not fucking juicing anymore. That's what you think. They're not as juiced out of their gourds. They're, they're living they're cleaner lifestyles now. Exactly. It could be because you're an adult now. They're like, like I'm, I'm gonna just call gonna... you out instead of like, like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. That's sure a perfect that... transition. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that they're that rampant drug use has been eliminated from pro wrestling yet. No, but but, but I, I I think uh, I think that. It's a to different their, vibe. And to their credit, I think that these these guys these days, some of them yep. learned from the transgressions of past mm, and right. a lot of how, like, you know, um, really was, like, you know, uh, a plague of, of uh, you know, right. poor lifestyle choices that struck down so many of our childhood heroes. Um, and I think some of these guys uh, are probably, uh, you know, learned from that cautionary tale. Do you think that... Um... 
And I think like, probably the, the the corporate structure of it all it keeps that course. in place as no, well. They're more businessmen yes. and yes. brand ambassadors yeah, yeah. and all that, and they're right. conscious, like pro athlete, you know. And I'm sure there's more like liaisons and you right. know more. Do you think the drugs have have uh, become more sophisticated and I'm not gonna say cleaner or safer, but maybe like there's a better understanding of how to? Because I always did yeah. kind of buy Canseco's argument that like, not that he's the Right, right person right, to right. ever speak on yeah, anything and like enlighten people. I did die a hero or live long enough to, yeah, long but, enough you to know. see yourself become a villain because he was a hero when we were fucking young. I'm lads. not saying he's not a hero when he's not speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm saying like we, he was a hero when we were young lads right. and then he kind of became a. Uh, you wonder, is he a whistleblower or well, is see, he a snitch? No, well, he's, I'm saying like a snitch. snitch can tell the truth. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you can have no character and also be saying something right. that's accurate. That's and I think that's the problem right, with Canseco. Right, right. It's like, right. he was like, he was a cheat in other ways. Right, right. That I, like, I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He's stealing this. He's right. doing, always right, right, right. mixed up in Snitches domestic, get domestic, Dijkstra, domestic as, stuff. Yeah, domestic like. stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. even Dykstra was kind of yeah, like, you know, stealing nails. from one guy, Ponzi scheme. You know who Lenny Dykstra is? Dirt Malone. Okay, okay, thank good. God. All right, you're a Mets fan. Come stitches on. get stitches. That's what and they Jose do. And Jose Canseco, Canseki, hits the stitches. Jose. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say, Jose. Um, Let's go back to the Iditarod because well, yeah, it's stuck in my head. So, yeah, so a guy, I mean, what I'm wondering is like, is there, we should maybe look this up. We might All need right. producer Let Malone. Look it up. What do you get if you win the Iditarod? Mm. What are the stakes here? Right, right, right. First is of this, all, I Can be- we get Greg to spell <laughs> yes. I, I did it on. Okay, I'm going to try. Okay. I'm not going to necessarily do it right, but I'm going to try. I D I T A R O D. I did it right. I think that's correct. That is correct. Hey. <laughs> there you go. All right, let me look this up. Cause- so, because I think that's obviously right. Like, what's the motivative? Is this just prestige? Right. Is this like, you know? It seems like a perfect uh, Wes Anderson film. It does. Where like Bill Murray, <laughs> yeah, Bill, 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 Bill Murray, Murray right? <laughs> a dark one, yeah, right? but absolutely but Bill Murray is, would make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, Bill Murray's juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Or like an, and Owen Wilson is like uh, his competitor, you know? I, yeah. Or Bill Murray's like the eleven-time world yeah, champion, yes. and then like he is West, kingpin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Wes Anderson. I mean, and uh, Owen Wilson's like gunning for the title. What's particularly dark about that is the idea of like a completely unathletic guy, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. forcing his dogs to juice. Sure. Well, listen to the. All right, so uh, you do get prize money. How much do you think you get? I mean, I can't imagine it's a lot, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was like fifty grand. Well, my my impression of things, right, is that it's probably. Did, did he you nail just it? say fifty grand? Yeah, that is correct. Wow, look at that! Right. And you also get a luxury vehicle. Remember, you're in Anchorage, Alaska. So, yeah, what kind of vehicle awesome. are you think you're going to get? I mean, an SUV, maybe like a Range Rover. Uh, luxury though. Yukon, Yukon Denali. That's close. It is a Dodge Ram pickup. Hey, look, I mean, for 50 grand in a Dodge Ram pickup, that's a nice little bonus. Alaska reminds me of the uh, uh, Mount McKinley slash Denali uh, controversy. Yeah, well, that's a whole other thing, bro. It's a like, whole other but, thing. Uh, <laughs> Dude, we'll so, go there sometime. Don't go there. I sold us want to go there today. We're going to tear down some, gonna, you know, we'll out. talk about Robert E. Lee statues. And just, oh, uh, man. Yeah, oh, dear. Just go there. 
So this dog was juiced up, probably oh, pulling so, all no, the other dogs. It's a all pack dogs. of dogs. Oh, he juiced Multiple them all. dogs. And they're not them. just like, it's not like he's like the day before. I'm just going to like, they train. It's a whole thing. They're probably bred for it. Like, it's a year round. See, so I think of won. the I Did Right as being something like where we're just in the dark. Not we're in the dark, but that there's probably cultures in the world where these guys are revered. Like, that the guy who won oh, the I Did Right oh. is a celebrity. Oh, I'm sure. Whereas yeah. you don't know him here. You know, I, I feel like it's like that in, in a lot of Dude, other Dude, I'm sure right? it's like pool playing yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you're the best, right. especially for time. Like, right. no, Absolutely. That I'm not like, like knocking the no, sport. No, 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 no. You know? I'm just saying like that there's probably people in like uh, northern Canada or, uh, you know, uh, Greenland or Iceland or somewhere Absolutely. like that where the Iditarod world champion is like, uh, you know. I'm sure he might be a household you know his name, name in, like, in Canada. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah you know, exactly. You know him like this Russell Westbrook. This guy's sitting in the sled the whole time? Yeah. Oh, or is he standing? God, no, no, he's not there. Not standing? There's a photo of him sitting in it. Hmm. I thought they stood. No. Even less I <laughs> I want to know the band substance. He's 87 days. years old. Let's and see if you can score some. Oh. Winstrel. The race committee also spelled out what drugs the dogs could be prohibited from using. Anabolic steroids, cough suppressants, muscle relaxants, tranks, and opiates. So I'm thinking it was juice, steroids. Oh, no. he It was juicing. Like, that was the headline. So... Yeah, to imagine it's like ready I mean, go. You know, I mean, tell me, up. tell me, fifty k and a and a new truck isn't of enough course. for just about everyone we know to be like, all right, of course, <laughs> here, doggy. Now, was he on juice himself? I mean, I don't know if that would translate smart. to what How are you going to juice the dogs? He was probably on winning, so he would cut, yeah, so he'd have more of an edge. He's probably on Adderall, just like locked in. Like, I didn't sleep for days. Like, it took him three minutes to fucking do the first leg. 1,000 miles in fucking one day. Nothing is sacred. Hey, you know, like you put some money out there. Of course. Inevitably. Of course. You know, the follow it just sucks follow the juice. You know, it's like you said horse race, but it's like dog rape. It's like urine samples. We're there's collected. no consent there. Right, it's right, just forcing someone else. It's like juice making your kid juice. Oh, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. I hope a fucking. I hope he keeps using them, and then one day they just snap their <laughs> chains off <laughs> and, and eat, eat his him neck. in the Alaskan wilderness. <laughs> oh, four and a half time champion. <laughs> Didn't make it through leg three because the dog got oh, enough of the needle. Oh man! All right, I got the drug. I gotta okay. look it up though. Tramadrol. Okay. Can humans use it? I mean, I guess there's. And where can you score some? Do you have any on you on your person? Can cause respiratory distress and death when taken in high doses. Oh wait, that's not a good one. They said it's for pain. So when these fucking dogs are mushing that for they're feeling hours, no pain. That they I'm feel not. Nothing. They might feel better than they've ever felt in their whole lives. You know what I mean? Like, what's crazy though is not only did he do it, but that they are already te- that they're testing sure. for it. You know? Sure. Well, it occurred to them <laughs> that they they would be the need. All right. Well, here's a question then. I wonder how competitive and do, like crazy it is. Yeah. Do they test racehorses? Yeah, they supposedly have to. they do, okay. but I, I assume like the mafia has worked their way around. That. Well, because I just sit here and and uh, I think about, um, you know, historically like some of those drugs that became really popular were drugs that were used in horse racing. I mean, became really popular oh. for human be- human consumption. Like Winstrel oh, yeah. is a horse. Oh yeah, steroid. You know, so it's like, uh, it's interesting. That's like actually, actually trend, a great... What's trend? What's the, what's trend? Isn't trend for cows? Cattle? 
Oh, yeah. Oh. Trend is just for building lean muscles. No, so yes, I, would, I understand. I but I'm saying it's not for human consumption initially. Have you, have you ever heard about Trend, that it comes in pellets? Do you know about this? Trend pellets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably give it to the livestock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to, like, break, like, uh, I, I'm not, like, uh, sophisticated enough to really understand the chemistry, but I think there's, like, some breaking down of the pellets and some sort of, like, cooking of the Trend so as to make it uh, usable by human consumption. Mm. Now, it's possible that... The kind that um, bodybuilders typically use is like um, just chemically created initially yeah. with the purpose of it being like, uh, is it an oil-based suspension? Probably, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's all oil-based. Okay. It's in Vinny's, uh, you know, Vinny Bobolensky's, uh downstairs in uh, North Jersey. <laughs> he creates it. He sells it over to the in his streets. Bathtub. In his bathtub. He's got a ladle. Shakes he it in a Diet Coke th- three puts liter. Puts it in his stew. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't, uh, but uh, yeah, so Trent is... Trend is, I believe, for cattle, yeah, and right. uh, Winstrel is for horses. Dude, have you ever seen some I mean, of those? We always test shit on animals first, right? Of course. I mean, usually. Yeah, Dude, yeah. some of those farms, they put an actual hole in, like, the cattle, because when they're giving them all these steroids and drugs, they're constantly fucking eating, eating, grazing. So then they uh, actually have to go in through the side, like, they're oh opening, God. like, this freaking of... metal disc, and they're taking the freaking grass... Out of the freaking thing, so it could eat more and more. Oh fucking my god! Like emptying its stomach, so it thinks it needs to eat more. Man, that's like fucked. Ahead of time, like the preemptive, preemptive uh, of digestion, like to not, so they don't even have to bother with digestion. Dude, so while, they could just empty their stomach. That's I saw fucking horrible, yeah. man. While they're what? grazing, World. they put them in like a little stable, so oh, they dude, can't move, I mean, and they're just freaking pulling all this shit out of them. <laughs> like, holy god! Look, man. I but yeah, it. tramadrol for pain management for the mushers. Hey man, it's fucking crazy on the fucking track at the Iditarod. <laughs> Did anybody see the Ric Flair 30 for 30? I haven't seen it. Because it seems like a perfect transition if we're talking about. I haven't seen it. Childhood seen heroes, it. performance enhancing drugs. Okay. Um, world class athletes. World class athletes, right? Yeah. Dying a hero or living long enough to see yourself become a villain. Uh, the amazing 30 for 30 with Ric Flair. Have you gentlemen seen it yet? No, I've not seen it. My name's Ric Flair! Hey, all right, you're getting me gassed up already. Um, <laughs> I want to like slap your face, fucking push you out in front of the camera, and be like, "Do the fucking promo, one more man. time, Rick." One more time. It was. Rick it was fucking incredible. Um, it's uh, really done with like respect for the artistry that is wrestling. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's super cool because it's like uh, Flair is a guy who. Well, here's the thing. It's amazing, and it's inspiring, and it's so fucking cool and nostalgic, and it's also sad. Right. Uh, because he's a guy who, like, uh, he was Ric Flair 24-7, 365. Mm, there was right. no division between, like, his personal life and the character That takes Ric a Flair. toll, man. It Wakes does. up yeah. in the morning, and what's he do? He hits you with the woo. What does he do? Where's the woo? I'm waiting for it. Well, anyway, I woo was coming. I so did I. I was excited, um, but he, uh, but the thirty for thirty documentary is incredible. Um, portions of it are animated so, because, like, a lot of the stuff is like folklore and myth. Right. Um, so it's like voiceover, and he's talking throughout the whole thing. Um, but yeah, so it's like I, I feel like uh, it took a toll. His lifestyle took a toll on his family and on yeah. him in general. I mean, like he talked about like literally like drinking heavily. Every day for like forty years, bro. For forty people, years, dude. People do it. I, you know, it's and it's not like having a drink like a nightcap. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like really drinking every day. You know, um, 
But like, yeah, just, but that was the thing, right? So it's like part of why he is the icon that he is because he actually lived it all the he time. He put everything in yeah. there. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, there's like really cool, um, you know, interviews done with all these luminaries from his time. Right. Um, you know, they talk about his matches with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which are supposed to be like the most incredible technical wrestling matches ever. Right. Um, where they're just going at Crazy it. Crazy stunts and like yeah, just constant yeah, action yeah. and like choreography, and right. they're literally beating the hell out of each other. It's and, like, funny, like I remember back then. Yeah. When like WWF, yeah, as I F. always call it, yep. was at its peak, yeah. and I remember thinking to myself like. <laughs> WCW was where like the action was. Right, right, yeah, for sure. Even though I love yeah, yeah. the personalities yeah, of WWF, yeah. like yeah. I subconsciously like I associated WCW yeah, with yeah. like the you know yep. the intense, crazy stuff that goes Can on in the ring. You know, with more that exactly. Son of a plumber. Talk Why about <laughs> so all right so that's like part of it right so they talk about this this character that he created that he just became right yeah. and uh how like even stuff like that like like uh like the arrogance and the bragging oh, yeah. was embraced yeah right oh, yeah. like how he's Endearing. talking about he's right so he's on there talking about how his shoes cost more than your house yep. and people are loving it so um so yeah, so like all these incredible interviews, and like he, they even have like Hogan on there, and you know you're thinking with egos of that size, because like I was saying, you know, for us when when me and Skull were kids, right? Like Hogan was a guy who completely transcended wrestling. Yeah. yeah. So he was like just a cultural icon, a pop culture sensation, yeah. and he was everywhere, right? And then there was Ric Flair, who was like the other champion. Um, but like the way Hogan presented was like that Hogan was this sort of this wrestling celebrity celebrity, but Ric Flair was the actual champion and like, you know, with guys with egos in that level, I I didn't know like, you know, how he would speak of Flair, but he spoke of Flair with reverence and he talked about how like, um, it was almost like he was honored by how Flair went out of his way to make him look good. Because he felt right. like they weren't on the same level. Right. It was incredible. And, like, as performers, obviously, Hogan was on that level because he was larger than life. Yeah. But in terms of, like, wrestling and all that stuff and, like, the fact that, like, Flair was actually paying dues. Because you were saying, like, WCW, right? Like, WCW, AWA, NWA, that stuff was all, like, oh, these yeah, regional yeah. things. They yeah. were yeah. regional. Yep. And uh, so it was, like, down south. And those were the guys who were taking buses everywhere and oh, shit, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, really paying dues, you know, Dusty Rhodes and Flair and Arn Anderson. Cutting their damn yeah, yeah. foreheads. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With razors, yeah, like, yeah. non-stop, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about, I, yeah. at the barber earlier, and I they had all this wrestling shit, and yeah, it's funny, yeah. I thought of Ric Flair, because yeah, yeah. I saw him recently, and I was thinking, like, man, I wonder how many times his face. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he's palming a razor, hiding yeah, yeah. his hand, just going, yep. just yeah, cutting yeah, his forehead yeah, open, yeah. like, with his blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. He used to do that. And just, the, it the made hair the blood, be, yeah. like, such a contrast. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, his signature fucking yeah, look. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodied Ric <Rick. laughs> And his hair, right, so his blonde hair would just be soaked and drenched in blood. Yeah, Dude, for, right? like, an hour fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yep. Just to fucking we actually him. have a word. Hulk Hogan is actually uh, here. Calling in? And he's, yeah, he's calling in. Oh, my. The champ. This the was his match I'd before. Love it, wow. <laughs> Hulk Hogan? Moments away from the biggest.
biggest heavyweight title defense for this man ever, Hulk Hogan. You've got to be ready. Well, you know, I hope Pontiac Michigan recovers, man. I'm glad I snuck in early last night, brother. I didn't realize the interstate, the Pontiac Silverdome was in danger. Not the 90,000 plus on the inside. It's the 90,000 plus on the outside of the Silverdome. Those are the ones I'm worried about because when I get my hands on that big, nasty giant, when he faces the truth, when he feels the wrath of Hulkamania, the day the whole earth is going to shake. I'm fucking gassed up. 90,000 plus Hulkamaniacs on the outside going to think, I'm not worried about the people with the closed circuit. I'm not worried about the people all around the world. <laughs> They'll see it. But the intensity of Hulkamania, the way it's turned. All right, we had to cut like the, the Hulk narration. Off. That was like the narration of my childhood. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone would be mad if that just went on for like yes. another 20 minutes. If that was just the squad cast. <laughs> that was just it. Hogan With special ranting. guest Hulk Hogan from 1988. <laughs> Dude, it's not the same anymore, man. It's like they lack the intensity and then... The well, I don't know, man. Just the characters were so diverse and well, they were fucking like, amazing. Larger than life. Oh. I do think like where you're at in life sure. impacts how, you know... Yeah. It affects you. Like uh, you're true. less likely to get emotionally invested, and in, right. you know what I mean, like in any of that. It's right. like the dream teams of the early ages. Yeah. Dynamic. Yeah. Well, no, it's like I look back and, right, it's like, you know, it, it's funny because, like, you know, I carry all that stuff with me to this day, but, like, all the influences of youth and then, like, even of our teenage years, right, like you think about of course, the, the hip-hop we listened to in yeah. the 90s and... You know, uh, the resurgence of wrestling in the 90s, which was all the great guys from our childhood, like, yep. back on the scene. Yeah. And, um, you know, combined with the talent of that era. Yep. You, you know, all those things are still, like, um, really important uh, in terms of, like, my, I don't know, my creative aesthetic and the stuff that I still yeah. think is awesome. Yeah. And, and I wonder if there's kids who watch wrestling now and it has that same sort of impact on them. I don't know. I don't know, I don't but know. stuff like like I wonder if like you know there's thir- so 30, much going on. Thirty years from now, will there be like an epic documentary about one of these guys? Mm. Like that, I don't know. And maybe it's not possible just because of the circumstances from which a guy like Ric Flair yeah. came from. I bet there will be. Could I don't be. think it'll be like what's changed is now. There is so much more to watch, right? And so, like, when we were growing up, like, it was a universal experience. Right, yeah. Think about this, like, once a month, wrestling would be on Saturday night on NBC. Oh, unbelievable. Saturday night's main event. They wouldn't have Saturday Night Live on <laughs> to have that on. Nat- so, like, that was event television. Every single yes. kid yes. watched that yep. at the same time. Yep. Now, dude, the kids, you don't even watch stuff live. Right, like, you can watch it two days right, later. Sure. You can watch it whenever sure. you you know, pick up a show four seasons in, like everybody's kind of got their own experience based on how they're living their life. It's not like this, you know, everybody doing something simultaneously. So, um, I don't think it'll ever be on the scale and it's tougher to like transcend and become Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, the rock, I guess the rock is a little bit. Oh, I mean, he was like, he was huge. Well, he's huge in general. Yeah. But he was, I mean, he was as big a star as wrestling's ever had. Yeah, yeah. Him and like the Stone Cold and Undertaker right, years, right. not my favorite. No. I wasn't watching that. Yeah. But that was. I was watching WCW during that time. I would say, like, really, I think the peak of wrestling in terms of like fandom yeah. was what Hogan and everything going on at WCW yeah. while. Yes. Hogan and Goldberg and, while yeah. like The Rock and Stone yeah, Cold yeah. and Undertaker were happening yeah, yeah, yeah. at WWE yeah. at yeah. that time. Correct. That was at the peak. 
And since right. then, it's like, because yeah. yeah, you still had all the 80s and 90s yes. guys. Yep. You know, Brutus the Barber Beefcake is now like a new guy. Right, right, right. But he's still, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, all yeah. these guys. The Ultimate Steiner Warrior brothers. came back. Yeah. Right. Sting. Yeah, yeah. Hall and Nash and Sting. And yeah, of course. All those guys yep. were still in the mix. Yep. And it, it, it gave it all gravitas yeah. in a way. Well, that's the thing. So it's like, so I, the the. Flare 30 for 30 is highly recommended. You guys both have to see, see it. And it. I hope everybody's yeah. listening sees it. But like I said, it's it's it hits this amazing sweet spot where it's like a uh, cultural revolution. You kind of see the the roots from where uh, this guy came. Yep. They're like incredibly humble roots in terms of like how um, he became this like megastar. Yeah. But it, it very much was like rooted in, you know... Um, these guys, you know, like I said, taking buses from arena to arena and that sort of stuff, you right. know, like he, I don't know if you're going to remember this name, let's go, but he, he, uh, he trained, he basically dropped out of college and trained with Vern Gagne. And Vern Gagne was the, the like had a wrestling school in Minnesota. I think it was kind of like, you know how Bret Hart's dad oh, yeah, yeah. created the, the, all those the, guys? What was the, the, the in Calgary? The, the Hart. Was it the Heart Club or the Heart Basement yes. or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a famous yeah. thing where like guys go to suffer. Well, Vern Gagne <laughs> was like that guy for the Americans, right? And you know he was a guy who was probably learned you know professional wrestling in oh, the fifties yeah, yeah. when yeah. when the guys were I like think Olympic actually, wrestling, yeah, like real, fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like uh, when it went on TV, the guys were like still beating each other up, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it wasn't choreographed yet. Right. Um, so he talks about like how Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat <laughs> are at this guy's school and this guy is training him and how he trained him and like, you know, it was crazy That's stuff. Awesome. So it's like all this mythology behind it, it all and like uh, where where it goes from this incredibly like sort of uh, underground uh, subculture yeah. to like mainstream pop culture, you know, yeah. uh, and, and just watching this one character go from the one place to the well, other place. That's a must watch. That's must a watch. must watch. Did they must touch watch. on, because uh, I know his daughter wrestles, right? Yes, yeah, of course they mentioned it. Of course they mentioned it. He had a he had a son who wrestled when we were watching WCW. I remember him, and yeah. He yeah. Was... Yeah, that's how flaky. you feel. That's flaky. That, yeah, a little, a little flaky, and it's you realize it's a tough shadow. Realize that it's tough to get out from on, you know, under you know? that shadow. And then he lost the son Ooh. from an overdose, and a son who was, and then the daughter who's a star, who's apparently like a star now, um, basically took on the 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 son who died of an overdose. Like his dream was to be a great wrestler, yeah. and the daughter basically like picked up his cause wow. and now she is becoming that well, yeah. sort of largely in tribute to her brother it's crazy incredibly sad incredibly sad but uh but yeah just in 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 most ways an amazing watch gotta check it out i gotta check it out yeah i wonder if he talks about well i'll just i'll save it yeah you'll watch, see it but you'll see it but it's awesome Talking to the other wrestlers while they're fighting, like, all right, I'm gonna throw you against. Yeah, but it, but it, but to the point where it's like freestyling, right? and they're done like it's done with like gestures and looks. They're not even talking, you know, crazy. It's awesome, masters. Now, who was the man who fell from the rafters? Owen Hart. And Owen do you Hart. remember if you're a wrestler, wrestling fan? Do you remember where I you feel were? Like, when Scott, that were happened? we watching it? I think we were like, and we were watching it in like a time period where we were weren't into watching... WWF. We were into WCW. Yeah, it was like a. But wait, wasn't it? No, no it was no. WWE. We somehow, somehow saw that like live, yeah. and it was like a weird thing. That might have been not that you've ever violated the law, but I believe back in the day you might have had a hot box, as yes. they're called. Yes. Where Did, it was uh, like were we a watching hack. the hot box in your garage? It might have been. 
It's like a hat box. <laughs> yeah, did you bring it? Yeah, did yeah. didn't we watch? Didn't we? Because we wrote in your garage. At one yeah, point. we were writing some shit. Yeah. We so a hot box would be a hacked cable box. Yeah, where every pay per view event you get for free. And we may or may and not. And every channel. I don't know what the statute of limitations is looking like, but we may or may not have watched every single boxing yeah. match oh, yeah. and, res- oh, yeah. and wrestling pay per view on there for the a check decade. Is in the mail. <laughs> 2032 SCO <laughs> is sending a check to Comcast. Oh, it's going to have a lot of zeros. Yeah, yeah. It might just be zeros because yeah. fuck Comcast. But. <laughs> Which brings no. you to this commercial. If you need your Cody software hacked to enjoy all exclusive TV shows and programs, at please Dirt don't Malone on Instagram. Hit up at Dirt Malone on Instagram. <laughs> we will hack your Cody and we will get it in your hands in no time. Thank you. There you go. But yeah, I remember when he fell from the rafters, I was in like Florida with my parents and like I think we were like Disney World or something when yeah. I was really young yeah yeah and like you didn't hear what happened like my cousin called me because we used to watch wrestling just all the time awful. And I was like no and me and my brother were just what, fucking like, what an gaping. awful thing to like be at yeah it's crazy too because like I, I like I said I didn't really watch WWF at that time and if I brought the hotbox over there was probably some reason that we were trying we were trying to watch <laughs> we were trying to watch something maybe there was some reason we wanted to yeah. watch it or there was just nothing going on and right. we were watching it whatever um, but we were definitely like WCW guys and growing up like Bret Hart was like Bret Hart was my dad's favorite wrestler and Bret Hart was kind of like my favorite wrestler de facto uh, you know um, like sort of uh, he was a badass and he was like yeah he was badass an incredible like uh, technical wrestler and all that stuff oh, yeah. like guys who uh, Bret Hart syndrome you remember uh, VHS <laughs> where, where you, you don't, my, my buddy terms it <laughs> Bret Hart syndrome and it really applies to a lot of other things in life yeah. but Bret Hart syndrome means that you don't know that wrestling's not real <laughs> because Bret Hart would wrestle so fucking hardcore yeah. that and you're like convinced like he had an axe to grind like, yeah. he was like like cause that was his the entire thing right cause yeah, yeah. he was supposed to like throw the fight right well yeah we're supposed to lose right. one of his last final matches. Well, that was a guy who was raised on wrestling. So yeah. it, to him, it was like his life's, right. you know, his life's duty to, yeah. you know, carry on this legacy. And I, I believe the story about Bret Hart, this is becoming a wrestling podcast, but I believe the story I'm on cool, Bret I'm Hart, right? I, I believe the story on Bret Hart was that it was during the time when the two, when um, WCW was bought by Ted Turner. Yeah. And all the guys started to defect. Right. And um, Bret Hart was the world champion in WWE, or right. F, whatever it was at the time, WWF, and was going to leave there. Okay. And go to WCW. Okay. And the last match in his contract was at WrestleMania against Shawn supposed, Michaels. And he was supposed to lose. And he was supposed to win, oh. but he had guaranteed, and he had signed a contract with Vince McMahon, I'm going to win. But yeah. I will relinquish the belt because gotcha. Vince McMahon's concern at the time, it's even though it's made up, was just the idea it, that Bret Hart wins and, and then goes to WCW yeah. with the WWF World Championship, and right. it would kind of make WWF look like, really it, fucking bad yeah, at that time, yeah. even though it's make believe. In that way, it's not. No, no. Right? Yeah. Like from a public PR perception standpoint, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, what happened was. Uh, Go ahead. I'm just... Shawn, so what happened was that uh, Shawn Michaels, in the midst of the match, pins Bret Hart, yeah. and there's a quick count by the oh, referee yeah. to make sure that to make sure that Shawn Michaels over. was the world yeah. champion. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. And like Bret Hart was not in on it. Uh, like everyone was conspiring against him, but that was like actually happening. Yeah. Like that yeah. wasn't make believe wrestling yeah. stuff. It's pretty cool. VHS, it can, ha- it can happen to you. <laughs> Could happen to Symptoms you. Symptoms include. 
cutting foreheads, <laughs> snapping legs. Dude, he was a fucking Hold monster. On. <laughs> I I wish Anasan was here because I <laughs> oh, I it? believe that when we were working at the Casbah, there was a guy who's bouncing with us who was a wrestler, and in the midst of a melee. May have cut, cut himself. To add, no, intentionally no. comes up with no, a racist. Yes, he may have cut himself in the midst of a Casbah melee, an actual fight. <laughs> He's like, ah. where he was working security. I am not, I don't to like, believe I'm To get it out up. of work for the night? Or yeah, the fucking, no, no. To just like, to make it more awesome. I guess. I, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we have to Anasan has to be a special guest it's crazy that he hasn't been yet because yeah. the stories he can tell he's, will be amazing coming. yeah and we'll we'll let him follow up on that but we gotta we gotta see if during a Casbah melee was there a guy who was bouncing with us who cut himself on that is purpose. fucking awesome I, if there wasn't there should have been I, I'm rooting for it <laughs> if there wasn't then it's just my imagination the and thought that's scary. Too, the thought of yep. having palming like a razor and cutting your forehead in <laughs> yep. the midst of a brawl yep I think it might have happened. That's BHS. Yeah, that is BHS <laughs> at its a, best. That's a side effect yep. at the least. Yep. When you think real life is wrestling yes. and you think wrestling is real yep. life. That's it. Where the line is blurred. Dude, now I'm going to hit somebody <laughs> with a chair. I think a bouncer cut himself in the midst of a melee. That is awesome. For dramatic effect. Oh, we got Anison on the phone. That is so fucking racist. That's racist. And he's You've like uh, 315 pounds, so you better, better be careful. Bench is 500 pounds, so you better be careful what you out. do. Yeah, you just get that off. Right? <laughs> no, I don't know if we can edit that one. No, that, that's in there for life. <laughs> well, spe- speaking of which, when you guys hang out together, you just do cliched oh, accents yeah. the entire time. Yeah, we do. It's embarrassing. Dude, what I always like say, uh, so I'd say like the most New York moment. New York City moment of my life that yes. like made me love the city forever was at a Yankee parade, and this speaks to like friends being able to say racist stuff to each other. Like that's when it's okay. Sure. Yeah. But this was total strangers, okay. right? <laughs> so at like a it's probably like '98 after the Yankees won the World Series, right? It was like best team ever. It's like, a very different world. Nineteen uh, years oh, later. Oh yeah, no, shh, please, no, no kidding, right? Yeah, but even back then, on different sides of the street, I just naturally, for at least for like this half a block that I was on, it was like Irish and Italian on one side, yeah. so white, mm-hmm. and on the other side, like Haitian, Dominican, Spanish, Latino, black, right? And, you know, like these parades are stupid, right? Like, it was basically like just an excuse, like St. Patty's Day, yeah, go yeah, drink, yeah. hang out, you know, whatever, eat Team some burgers one. and shit, you know? And so, for like nothing's going on, stupid floats, like you know, whatever. Sort like, of like a tailgate. Basically, yeah. it's like tailgating, but only for tailgating. Right, like, right. oh, there's El Duque, that's cool. Yeah. Give me another, Give you me know, beer. like right. yeah. But so for like, there's a lot of downtime, and for like hours, one side of the street and then the other side of the street, they taking turns chanting. The most fucked up racist Ooh, stuff they could think of wow. at the other, wow. but applauding, completely taking it. Wow. 
That's bad. And loving it. No, but like, you know, like it would be. So it'd be like a Haitian dude would be getting the chanting, like, you came here on a dinghy, right? Right, And then, like, back into white people, it's like, you know, your parents are cousins or like whatever the fuck it was. Like, and like waiting to hear what the other group would say and then dying laughing at what the group said, yet nobody knew each other. Right, right, right. And I was sitting there like, you're talking about breaking, if you're talking about breaking down the walls. That's like, really, you know, and and, and and destroying. You think it's fuck like to I me it's one of the most beautiful up. things I ever saw, dude. Mm. Right, I understand what because you're it was like it's like and it's like what your thing with you and Anison, right? Like where everybody was like. Well, he's the one who starts it. He starts. Yeah, but like, in like but it's deep... in like the whole thing was like we can make these right, right, right jokes at each other, right, 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 and like that understand that like it's not coming from a hateful right, place. Right, right, like right. we're there's actually was like this bond that was going on. Like this was going on for like a period of time, where like like imagine like somebody saying something fucked up like that, and like the the reaction is like total laughter and not hate, right. and coming right back at right, it. Right, like right. you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it was. I thought it was fucking it's awesome. It's wild because they're complete strangers, and then they're in the midst of this beautiful thing that's about to go in between them. The pre- yeah, I mean, but, like, but that's a, but, but like that's fucking... right. So like that's like a comedy at its best, right? Like comedy right. at its comedy right. at its best when when you're able to make satirical statements that are in jest in a way that are non-offensive. Yeah, you know, yeah. What I mean? yeah. or aren't taken. In offense, right? That's the thing, right? It's like right. that's the fine. That's the fine line, you know. It's like how can you, like, because to me, it's like that's what breaks. What breaks down all, what breaks down all uh, sorts of you know um, prejudices, are love, mm-hmm. are knowledge, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I think a, se- a self-deprecating sense of humor, Absolutely. right? The ability to like look at yourself and say like. Well, you know, I'm fucked up because of this reason and that reason. Yeah. And then you could also say, like, my culture is fucked up because of this reason and yeah, that yeah, reason. Yeah. And you can say my culture is fucked up because of this reason and that reason, but my culture is incredible because of this, this, and this. Like, the ability to do that, because if we can all look at each other and look at ourselves, yeah. right. you can say all the things that are great about me personally and all yeah. the things I suck at, right? And it's like, I think when people are able to assess themselves and then share that self-deprecation with somebody else who was able to look at themselves the same way like yeah. that's how that stuff gets it's all broken love. down it's and all it's love. to me it like speaks to like this underlying common humanity kind right. of thing i know it's a totally backwards like way to get there right but like what there was something cool to me like it, it was really obvious i don't even think everybody like involved was self-aware of it but there was like an equality in these right in the offense. Right, right, of course. Everybody was, like, equally offended to the point where it was like, oh, wait a minute. Right. It wasn't like one side just beating down the other right, constantly. Right, right. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, it was an equal exchange, and nobody, like, taking offense right, right. when it was their turn right. to be, in the, you know, in of the course. firing squad, in of the course. barrel. You know, it was like they could take the heat. Right. And then, you know, and it was creative, and it was just yeah, like yeah. a positive vibe. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was a crazy, really weird thing to see, but... uh I don't know, man. I thought it was awesome, actually. I get it. Beautiful. I get it. Well, you know know what it makes me think of? And what you're saying about a common thread of humanity, right? It's like where um, within a family. Yeah. Right? Or on a team, like a legit team where guys have each other's backs. Or, you know, in the military or whatever it is, right? Where it's like we have this common thing, right? It's like where you can say the worst fucking thing. Like you could say the worst fucking thing about your brother. Mm Mm-hmm. But if I say it about your brother, 
It's like, yeah. yo, who the, why are you talking about my brother? You're not part of our tribe. Exactly. Right, you know? So, so it's like, so like I, I see, but if, but if, if you think of all of hum, the human race as a tribe. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, that's what it was like. It, it was like that's two brothers. That's the Because like, that's really the truth. Right, that's yeah. what you it was right, like. Yeah. It was like two brothers busting each other's right, balls right. and saying fucked up shit to each other on a mass scale. <laughs> like if we yeah. could just take that yeah. juice, even though it was like you know, negative features of each other and stereotypes. Adding the, adding the uh, element of the chant, too. Is... If, you, if you step back far enough, you realize that we all crawled out of the same right. ooze right. in a swamp in Africa. Oh. Right? And it's just a matter of the distance that we traveled from that point. Right. right. And that's and why, like, like, people who stand the profit from... Being like, oh well, he's shorter. He's short, and you're tall. Why are you guys hanging out? Yeah. You guys should fucking hate was each other. Was it Africa or was it Pangea? <laughs> well, right. it was the African portion of Pangea. It, is, <laughs> is there an is there a is there an Iditarod <laughs> from one I did end of the Pangea in hot together? Climates. Yeah, is there I'm a sure sand there is. I did a rod? I'm sure there is. The, do the doggies pulling you through. The I know there's like camps. I know there's like death races like where dudes like run. Yeah, yeah through the fucking Sahara Desert yeah, in like man. 150 degree days for like 90 straight yeah, days. that's crazy. 250 yeah. mile run. That's oh, yeah. what it was. Well, you've I heard know. of those ultra marathons, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually know a dude, not consecutively, but he ran from Pasadena to Providence. Wow. Crack. He was on Letterman for it. Wow. My, one of my college roommates, yeah. Wow. His, unfortunately, his mom passed away from cancer a couple of years earlier, and he's like, I want to do something big. Right. I don't necessarily want it to be for a cause right, right, right. or a reason. He just wanted to show people they could do something big. Right, right, that was right, his. Wow. So he's like, take whatever your cause of choice is, right, project right. that onto what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to run. And this was like pre-internet mostly and stuff like that. So he was like literally from Pasadena to Providence. He started in the ocean and ran to the ocean. It's crazy. So he's racist. He's a racist. <laughs> Dude, I know this one girl, and she just—that's all she does every weekend. She's like, "I'm going to Vegas. I'm doing this ultra marathon. I'm yeah. doing this. I'm doing that." What corner. is an ultra marathon? How how far is it? Uh, it's I think it's five marathons, so 125 miles to call. Off. Dude, well, it's I had insane. To guess. But some people just like us with like the weights, like yeah. we got to train oh, every day or something. Oh, for them, it. it's like I got to do this and I got to do this marathon. I got to do this. I like, saw this wow. like this ultra marathoner was like one of the best in the world, and they talk about like how uh, he's a mutant. Yeah. Like they like if they test him, like the way because there's like there are mutants among us, oh, yeah. not in like an extreme X Men kind of way, no. but that there are. Uh, I mean, yeah, phys Bodies, physiological physiological yeah. things that are yeah. different about one person than another, and then like when that person happens to stumble upon their talent mm -hmm. and applies it with hard work and whatnot to whatever their genetic mutation is, how yep. they become these these freaks. But there was this one guy who's like an ultra marathoner and it just talked about like how his body was able to process oxygen in a way that was like five times yeah. as efficient as you and I yeah, could. Yeah, like, like Secretariat's heart. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like Secretariat's heart was twice the size of other racehorses. Was it? So they wonder why... He was so so much more of a dominant racehorse. Yeah, he was it just was a machine. He was literally a machine, you know. Like his his body was like crafted as such to yeah. be what he became as a as a as a racehorse, the greatest racehorse of all time. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So like, yeah, this this mar this ultra marathoner like 
his just body is, is so much more efficient at processing oxygen. So like you take that and then you add that to years of training and his it's like biology yeah, is yeah, fucking different insane. than yours. Yep. What's up, everybody? This is Sko, and I have some very exciting G-Code news this week. We are proud to announce the next product in our line of supplements. Following up on the success of our pre-workout vice, we present to you our Aminos Rise. That's right, our Relentless Aminos. There's more than Aminos. Yes, you get the 4 to 1 to 1 BCAAs. Yes, you get glutamine, patented HMB and beta pure. Also electrolytes, also vitamins and minerals, also coconut water. You add all that up, and the best way to think about Rise, it's like an IV drip. It's a recovery elixir. It's the perfect refreshing beverage for during and after your workouts, really around the clock. Life comes at you fast, Rise can help you weather the storm. You know what it's like to bust your ass, to spread yourself thin, to push yourself, to go hard, to test your limits, to work late and to wake up early. You know a full night's sleep is often a fucking myth. But what's very real is you need to keep yourself strong. You need to stay on point. And that's what we know Rise can do for you. Think of it, like I said, like an IV drip. You can drink it all day, during, after your workout especially. It helps with endurance. It's going to help you rebuild your muscles. It's going to help keep you hydrated going to strengthen your immune system and since you're going to be taking it and drinking it so much it's most important that it tastes good and that's what you know you always get from us we prioritize taste as much as effectiveness and uh, there's no exception here with rise it is an orange cream soda that's the best way i can describe it code orange you know we love our soft drink inspired flavors as you know from vice it's no different with Rise. It's fucking delicious. You're not going to get sick of drinking it. Type of thing that we've been drinking every day. And we love it. I'm not tired of it. So head to gcodenutrition.com. Get yourself some Rise. You'll see we've got some amazing deals going on. We've got some bundles going on with Rise and Vice. Where you get shaker cups. You get funnels. You get everything. It's the works. You got to check it out. It's the best deal online that you're going to find for your supplements. Everything you need to get through your, your busy week. Busting your ass in the gym, Vice Plus Rise, head to gcodenutrition.com, and now back to the squad. So, speaking of ultra marathons, right? Okay. So, there's this thing called the death race. Okay. I don't know if I've ever told you about no. this, right? No. I know about it. You know about the death race. All right. So, a woman won it this year. So, basically, it's a 20, it's 24 hours of hell. You sign up, and I'm gonna. I don't. They change it every year so that people don't know how to prepare. Okay. They don't know what to expect. So I'm just gonna. I probably read about like two or three of the years. You're gonna get some weird combination. Sure. Of shit that I've read that's in it, right? Yep. And it's kind of like a deal where, so they'll tell you, okay, here's where it's gonna be, right? And you can bring a blade. You might need an axe. You might need a pocket knife. You're not going to know. Right. You get to bring one blade. Okay? So some people bring a fucking, like, 50-pound axe. Right. Some people bring a, a you a know. A pocket knife. A hunting knife. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, like, the, so you sign up, like, two months out. They start sending you emails like, you don't want to do this. Like, 
film. Just look inside your heart. Like right, right. you're gonna quit a couple hours in. Talking you into backing up. It's like the complete opposite of like the the, the Spartan fucking rah rah rah. Yeah, it's like trying to yeah. like make you quit is like right. the stated goal right, of the right. people. Like you're not gonna finish this, yeah. right? And like ten percent of people finish, right? So you go and they do like it's. They'll be like, all right, so we're going to wake you up at 6, starts at 6, like, sleep in the bunk, yada, 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 right? It's like 10 o'clock at night, and, like, they wake you up at midnight, like, right. no. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you thought you had all night sleep. Now they're dragging you out of bed, and they're like, all right, um, crawl under, like, a quarter mile of barbed wire through the mud. There's a tree at the end. you got to cut it out. Right. And so the guy at the pocket is like, what the fuck? Right. Then haul it, then do this, then do this, and it's 24 hours straight. Right. And like, so one is like, you got to climb this mountain at the top of the mountain. There's put together Legos. Okay. Right. You have to then go down the mountain at the bottom of the mountain. All the Legos exist there that built the thing at the top no, and you have to build down there. Right. And if you get it wrong, right. you got to go back up the mountain. Wow. So like they're sitting there, people who are like an hour 15. Wow. Trying to memorize the thing. And they're like, they fuck it. Wow. They, everything is like that. So they're like, <laughs> that's fucked up. Like they made people get up laughing because it's, and like, meanwhile, you're doing it. And someone's like, quit. Like they have people like right, station sure. instead of giving you water, they're trying to convince people no to fucking way. bail. So, like, you know, that's amazing. And uh, so, like, they made people carry fucking bicycles like through wow. just mud and shit wow. for like miles. Like, Think about, you know, just such yeah, a gang. Yeah. What a pain in the ass. I'd rather carry like a 50-pound medicine ball yeah, than a, a, you know. Yeah. And then they get to a thing and they like have to ride the bicycle like three feet. Wow. Like that was the whole reason right, they right, fucking right, right, right. <laughs> And then they take the bike chain and they throw it into a fucking lake and they're like, go get Which the Which would be demoralizing. Right. You know I mean? No, like every yep. part of the thing is designed to be demoralized. And every year it's like. But it's 24 hours. That's it. It's a 24-hour thing. I mean, Boot that's camp. a long time because it's not like, right. oh, you just finished stage two. Here's right. a 10 minute right, break. Right, right. right. You just have to keep going. Right. Every year it's special forces win. Um, <coughs> like the one that I saw is like a British special forces guy and a Navy SEAL guy were the top two. They got to the end and they decided to like cross it together. But like only 10%, they said like 50% of people quit in the first hour. Wow. And then after that, you know. Crazy. So I mean, like, is there, what are the stakes? Is it just pride, or is there? I mean, like, like do you become I don't a world know. champion of the thing, resume. or just to survive? It I or? feel like uh, so you won the death race, two thousand fourteen. That's pretty well. Well, like, like it, it doesn't sound all that like outside of the, like the realm of possibility. Yeah. Like, oh, like, for, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying for me, uh, but I'm saying like I think about like you guys, and you're an outdoorsman, and you're a, a hiker. You know, hiker, camper, survivalist. Mm -hmm. You're an outdoorsman. You enjoy um, the white boy arts. Exactly. Um, you know, I could white. see I could see you going to an escape room. Uh, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, like, I see like those yeah. those things. You're, yeah. you're a cyclist. I'll do everything. Right? You've once. done the, You will do anything yeah. once. You're a cyclist, all right. You do you ride the tour yep. to shore, and mm -hmm. you're pretty good at it. It's like a long race. So, like, you guys would both br bring skills to the table, relevant life experiences that might make you good in that scenario. Yeah, but if the guy was like, "Come on, you fucking," I'd be like, "Bam!" Right. I thought the death race was they get you in this spot. And then they're like, all right, run. And then as you're running, they kill you. Boom, death race. <laughs> <laughs> like total, uh, not total recall, <laughs> running man. Uh, like the threat of death is, is always I there dude, to keep I you running. I actually thought. Uh, like running with a gun to your head. I won. Yeah. I thought of like a fuck, you know, like the fucked up version of that. Yeah. 
I could totally see a scenario in which like the public, the general public right. would totally embrace something like that. Right. Like if you had well, a... Well, it's like, uh, what's the movie? What's the movie? Well, that's what it's about. Yeah, Running yeah. Man with Arnold. Right, and there's a, the new movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. The uh, Hunting... Uh... Right, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, the Mockingbird killing Hunting Jay games? thing. Oh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yeah, Hunger Games. Right. Yeah, but I could see like a 32-man tournament. Right, right. I shouldn't say this out loud. Okay. Oh, million-dollar idea? No, no, just a horrible human rights idea that I don't want to come to reality. Uh But like, no, like a 32-man tournament of convicted uh, serial killers. Right. People who are in prison. Sure, sure, sure. On pay-per-view, right? And like whoever wins, whoever's the last man standing gets like life in prison, like instead of the, you know what I mean? Right. Like instead of like being in a supermax. So like he's fighting for a better prison sentence. Oh, okay. Like, the other 31 are going to die. They'd be sentenced to death anyway. It sounds familiar. I'm sure, yeah. What's it called, though? Second chance? America's Nightmare, dude. Because (laughs) I could totally see that coming out on, like, on Trump TV next week. (laughs) But just Uh, remember, during the race. 2025. But then, since that was a horrible idea, I'll I'll bookend it with a... A good idea. Well, I, I was, I was gonna, I had a little social commentary. Oh, I was gonna oh, tack go onto it. I like go, that. I, well, good. I've, I found, like that. I found this like the Spartan races and that sort of stuff. Tough mutters. Yes. Mm, to, be, I was, I was, to be an example of, it's sort of a symptom it. of the Brogurt stuff. Yes, I agree. It's Brogurty. Now um, I think like, it, I mean, I, I, it goes without saying, like anything that's like. Difficult oh, and takes and active and gets you up off your ass. Of course, it's like it could be worse. There are worse things. Certainly, but I totally get what you're right. saying. Like, like the, the further and further away we are from like our masculinity, the more and more we need stuff like that. Like I, I think like sort of um, the blood sporty nature of our um, lust for. Uh, sort of pain and punishment and in, competition and in, survival and like right, 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 war. all that stuff, right, 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 and like uh, you know UFC and you know people who are pissed off because uh, the hits are less violent in the NFL mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. It's because something's missing in their li- in their lives, uh, and I think it's often like this this um, sort of like vo- void of masculinity that needs to be filled with some sort of pain or bloodshed or um the appearance of ruggedness right you know absolutely and i feel like the tough mutter and that sort of stuff in some way at least in some way appeals to that i mean it might be because missing. so many in the past like 90 percent of men would be involved in war when it sure. happened and oh, now absolutely it's not oh. you know no, no. it's 10 percent. yep and so, you know, our species got here because of brutality right. and war. Of course. And made it this far. Of course. And now so many people are like, so wait, I just go to Whole Foods and then I go watch Netflix right. and then yeah. I go, I need, so something's give missing. me a dose right. of, you know, the jungle. Yeah, yeah. And then so we've propped up like some of these like artificial things that right. are. Yeah, I think that's true. I look at it in two ways. Okay. The masculinity thing, okay. one. And then two is like. Because of like social media and everything else, like we've become so distant, and people want to be a part of something and be in like the scene. It is a community, yeah. So it's like, oh, I could do this, I accomplished that, like, yeah, and we can relate. Like, I oh, remember when we went under the ice part of it, it was freezing, like, you know, shit like that. Yeah, 
When yeah. I did, I did Tough Mudder. Well, here's what I'm saying. It was I, brutal. It's, it's generally Tough Mudder veteran. Oh, dude, it's, I don't know. Here's what but I'm saying. But at the same time, I was like, but right, I, that was I'm also. Stupid. But let me let right. me also put an asterisk <clears throat> on the end of it. We're talking about generally harmless things here. Oh yeah, because, yeah. Because you know, because no, yeah. it's about a person, you know, doing something that they enjoy and finding meaning in that, and that's yeah. great. I'm yeah. not knocking that. I'm just if, saying, like, if that's I the worst where, thing, do you know what it is? I'm wondering where the obstacle course aspect of it. There's like, what? look at the other, the Ninja Warrior shit, the yeah. obstacle core, like all that stuff, dude. Whoever came up with the Tough Mudder is the fucking like, he's fucking making mad money. Yeah, well, for sure. It's yeah. like, dude, you're fucking smart. But I think it's that aspect where it's like those guys, those you know, that group of people you explained with the masculinity thing, and like, oh, dude, it's an obstacle course, and blah blah blah, or like, oh, there's a freaking long ass. Uh, Water slide that goes down the middle of the city uh, next month. You know, you yeah. pay sixty bucks and you could do it, and it's cool. Right? Yeah. Extreme it's like, sensations. Yeah, yeah, it's like people doing that. It's like if we could come up. I with also something think like there's that, like make some money. Sure. <laughs> there might be like a. You know, th- there used to be a lot more people with their own businesses, and now everything's kind of like these conglomerates, and sure. you're just a tiny cog in a big machine, like a, a an yeah. employee number. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, like, the sense of accomplishment and being emotionally invested in, like, what you're doing day to day for a lot of people is less than it used to be. Right. You know? Yeah, like, dude. you could be a mechanic and be a veteran and, like, be the boss of your own world 50 years ago. Now, you can still do that now. If you dedicate yourself to doing that, like, that could come into fruition. Sure. But that's more the exception. You know, the guy used to own the hardware store. Now he works at Home Depot. Right. Right, right. You know? Yep. Dude, a big part of it is marketing too. Like you see this stuff all over the yeah. internet, you're like the Spartan race or the tough oh, that'll mutter. make me happy. Or that'll fill like, the void. In or my it's soul. like, yeah, hey, these people are going on a beach over here, and you can swim with the pigs. Oh, I've done it. Have you done it? No. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I have to do it. You know, and that's only for <laughs> why certain, not? That's only for certain people. Yeah. Like Greg's not wired that way. You're not wired that way. Yeah. Like a certain. No, dude. Route. I saw you at Acadia, and I'm like. We'll do the national. I'm in a story of year at Acadia. Stuff like that is it's broken. It's cool. yeah. Just to like get yeah. out and get in oh, nature. Dude, well, of and course. Fucking... Connect with the earth, man. I think that people need that more than Tough Mudder, but you know, yeah. it's a story for a different day. Yeah, so I was going to say, now that I've just, I'll probably have 500 uh, eventually. Hate emails? Or no, I was going to say 500, oh. like <laughs> 500 proven to be innocent uh, prisoners who die. Yes. As a Before they're this, proved as to be innocent, this, yes. because I just led them to their their, yeah. their unjustified slaughter. Yes. Here's my good idea okay. to balance out the universe. Right. I those. think this makes up for the bloodshed and loss of, of innocent life. I'm listening. I might have was I with you when we came out this? So it's an ice cream cone. Okay, I'm good. in there. I'm, right. uh, I'm on board. All right, it's an ice cream cone. Hold on. Made out of Rice Krispie. <laughs> okay. A Rice Krispie Treat An ice Rice cream cone. Krispie Treat ice cream cone. Ah, see, that's what the world needs more I of that. I can't see. Damn, son. I actually, I usually Google things yes. with the presumption I'm like, oh, yeah, that exists. It exists already. Interesting. No. Interesting. There is no Rice Krispie now, Treat ice cream Now, would it have cone? the inherent chewiness of the Rice Krispie yeah, Treat? I don't think I, it would. Because, no, because if it's too brittle... It's I'm too, talking like, about the stru- I'm talking about the structural ability for I'm it to not, hold up. It doesn't need to. Be, it can't. It shouldn't be thin. No. This is different. Okay. This is not like the thinness of a regular ice cream cone. Right. This is Rice Krispie treat. Hold on. Possibly with some grooves. Okay. Some ice cream. Maybe it's like a little sealed more than normally okay. around the outside, okay. but on the inside, the ice cream can seep into the to the folds. Yes, and the you branch. know what it's called, Scott? The ice 
Crispy. crispy. It's the, cri- the wait, ice crispy treat. The ice, cri- <laughs> ice crispy treat. Dude. Hold on. What the hell is it called? Hey. Hold on. It's coming to me. It's, it's coming to me. I gotta sell this idea. Yep. Like, I should go like, where's like the ice cream place across the street? Yeah. Like, dude, you want a lot? You want the next Corona? Yeah, exactly. Ice crispy treat. The ice. Dude, I would order. It's the, the ice crispy cone. That's what it is. I would order the shit out of that, man. Sounds awesome. I'm gonna right? go get me an Sounds ice awesome. crispy. Rice crispy treats. One of the most underrated. Of oh. all snacks, yeah. of all the, the I feel like snacks. our lunch is. Uh, oh man, oh man, lunch being imported from yes <laughs> different from land far away, for real, dude. You know, and you know, one good thing about the rice krispie is that it just stays the OG way. Oh yeah, like Oreo is trying to do too many tricks with like yeah this now Oreo is like it's like birthday cake Oreo with like Jimmy's. That's in more. It. That's like I would I would say more one of the more tame ones though. I feel yeah, like no, every, I just, every, day, every week. It's don't something. get me wrong. I would eat the shit out of any one of their new flavors. Yeah. But it's definitely jumped the shark a little bit like in the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like when Gatorade decided instead of three flavors, they're going to have 92. Yeah, 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 of course. In like a one-month span. Yeah, yeah. Like, kiwi, apple, raspberries. <laughs> well, because, because there, there are like instances where like that sort of innovation is awesome and leads to better stuff. Yeah. But there's also instances where like the originator is perfect. Yes. And then altering it too much undoes that perfection. That's yep. all. So like I can some of the some of the things like I can see and they make perfect sense, but then other times it's like the the attempt to try to like apply these things to where it's like oh there's like peppermint ones and yeah. there's apple pie ones and all and it's like I Before you know it it's not Does even it have like to a... do with like new owners uh, coming in and keep not keeping the brand Well, I here's the thing though, but here's the thing though. Like I there's two sides to it, right? And I think I've said this to you guys before like I feel like guys of our generation are now starting to run companies. Yeah. And the idea is like, well, why settle for the way that was? Why not do yeah. the better version of that? Why not try that? Why not push the envelope? Why not ESPN have, Ocho. Why not have 80 flavors of something <laughs> if you can? Yeah. Right? And it's like, and I get that and that's cool. Like, why settle? Like, I think about like, you know, Tara making brownies and I'm like, well, yeah, but he, these brownies could be so much more insane if yeah. there was a cookie inside the brownie yeah. and it was on top of cheesecake. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's that, I think the, there's like a, um, an impulse to want to like take something that's great and see if you can make it better. But a lot of times that's not, not have, the case. Have you had a, have you ever heard of or had a pie cake in? Mm. So it's a like a turducken, but a cake, yes. but with the dessert version. <laughs> turducken. Yes. It's yeah. a cake around a pie. A so it's pie, pie inside of a cake. That's, it's fucked up. It's a good idea. It's pretty good. I'm sure. Have you ever heard like they got a pre workout called Vice? And yes. Soda tell flavors. Me about it. I have heard of it. It's soda flavors. That's inter- are, interesting about those soda flavors. Soda inspired. Interesting. I see it more and soda. more in the marketplace. Ah, yes. Interesting. All of a sudden, hmm, I've even seen. Ideas, I've yeah. even seen claims of companies that they're they were first. No. I've seen, no. I've seen. I've seen. Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say companies, but. I've seen like um, comments wow. on posts. Wow, really? Where somebody's like, somebody came out with a soda flavored thing, mm. and then someone else is like, "Yeah, but this company, this other company, was first. And that company wasn't Chico Nutrition. No, wow, wow, wow. This is people are I putting see, flags down on the moon. And I'm pretty sure there's a stars and stripes behind them. I see <laughs> that they're are two really big prominent companies that are yes. have soda flavored stuff out I right believe now. those would be the two I was discussing. Yes. That's disgusting. It's the, a disgusting uh 
um, oversight, cultural the, appropriation, yes. if you will. I'll, I'll use the word oversight to uh, be tamed because yes. we don't know. We'll do, we'll be diplomatic. Yes. We actually have audio of Greg eating the ice crispy. I got too much fixins in my blizzard. Wow. Yeah. It was the ice crispy treat blizzard. Yeah. It so it's a, you make the blizzard, then you put it inside the ice crispy treat. See, right. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Right? Like if and then you cover the whole thing in chocolate. <laughs> it's not yeah, going to be a blizzard. It's not good enough to just have a blizzard or an ice crispy that's treat. 3.0, dude. You that's, put the that's, one that's, into the other that's and your, then put dude, it in the dip. That's quarter three yeah, dude, like of, of Y2 <laughs> for ice crispy treat ink. Man. Yeah, so. Uh, Food cast. I see you out there. I see you out there. <laughs> Stealing in ideas, the streets. and we're we're used to that. We're used yeah. to that. Don't worry, we got more ideas coming yeah, for you. Plenty more coming for you that you can try to steal. Where are you at in your VJ? You on the? Are you on the mix? You yeah, on a solo? I'm, I'm on the I'm on the mix. I pretty much mix every time. I I think I I tend to do. Um, you know what's interesting is that I, what I think will probably be the best combination. I don't really do. I always do grape with with legend lime. Right. Or I do cherry swollen with legend lime. Mm. But I don't really ever do grape with cherry swollen. I feel like that might be awesome. It is good. Ooh. I feel like it might be awesome. You know, it reminds me of like, do you remember when we were kids and they had the cherry and grape bazooka gums? Yes. Mm. And they were yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And like you take, you have a piece of both at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it would be like. It would be amazing yeah. in that way. I definitely had to do grape and cherry together by themselves. I love grape and cherry. Yeah. For sure. But then when we were in the takeover tour, we added or we mixed all three together. I think at Dela awesome. Phase we mixed all three. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just been I've been using Dela Fave is the innovator yeah. of the mix the all three mixture. This is true. You know? Certified. He is the certified originator of the all three mixture. It's like and the thought that we were mixing two and nobody had mixed three yet. I kinda I'm kinda disappointed <laughs> in myself. <laughs> Sometimes oh, it's so obvious. Oh, you can do that? Wait, what? <laughs> Have you tried adding water? <laughs> Actually, have you tried drinking it when you're extremely hungover? I have uh, not. Oh. oh my god! Well, Good maybe I have. Actually, maybe I have. I don't know about extremely hungover, but I generally train. You've been on a bender. I train six. I train six days a week. Yeah, which means I use Vice in the morning six days a week. Yeah, and uh, at least that much, right? Because if we maybe we have an event going on or something, I might do it later also. Yeah, but yeah. at least six days a week, Monday through. Saturday, I I have vice first thing in the morning. And I've definitely, like, had a drink on Friday night and then had vice when I got up in the morning. But I don't know if I was ever, like, hungover. Talk to me. Talk to me about how it worked for you. Actually, were you legit hungover? Yeah. Okay. Penn State, Rutgers tailgate. Woo! White boy shit. Saquon. Know? Fuck it. Oh, Saquon's a beast. Number one pick? I don't even follow sports anymore. I just know that the best college you know football player a- in the country is from... You know what's Happy upsetting? Yeah. I, I feel like his chances of getting a Heisman might be skewed because of their record. And I hope not. But they're pretty good, what's though. What's their record? Aren't they're they? Good. Yeah, but they're ranked like 13. They're only 13. Eight and two, right? They're 8-2, they're right? Yeah, but they lost their last two. and Or not last, though. They beat Rutgers. Destroyed them, but... Yeah, they're 13th. Mm. So I don't know. They got to like really put the power points No, I hear what you're saying. So but anyway. Day, that kid is fucking awesome. Dude, he's a beast. He's really, really good. Go ahead, bro. So we're tailgating the cornhole, the beers, you know, all that shenanigans, and I had too much. Mm-hmm. And I remember somebody telling me, "Have you ever used it as like the hangover? It's a hangover cure. Hey, I'm gonna try it." I was just like warping my mind, so I was like, "I'm gonna try it." I woke up, dude. It like canceled it out. Like really? wow. I became myself again, and I was like, 
I don't got the jitters. I don't want to scratch my face off. I feel great. It's nothing with the pump, but it's just like I leveled out. Wow. A little scoop and a half, and I was like, huh. Scoop and a half. I'm back well, on my feet. That. Well, here's what I... <laughs> That's amazing. Was, dude, it was perfect. Right. So we try to, we try to like, uh, you know, deconstruct stuff, right? So yeah. <clears throat> just step back, right? And you think, all right, so if there's like nutrients that are good for circulation and blood flow. Yep. A lot of B vitamins, right? Um, and then, you know, some caffeine. You know, yeah. from mm-hmm. the coffee and tea extract. It's like, you know, there are things in it, obviously, that in theory would lessen the impact of I would uh, think hangover. absolutely. I would think if you were able to take that and, and take significant, like uh, sufficient fluids along with it. Yeah. Take vice and like hi- rehydrate yourself with vice. I mean, yeah. I can see it. I can see One it of the thi- like Certainly could help. We've talked Good about it. helped, man. 100%. I don't know if we've talked about on the cast, but in real life, IRL, we've talked about... Uh, how it's not like it's not clinically dosed. No. The ingredients, it's no. kind of like we just tinkered with it to feel good. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the best way I could describe. Yeah. Like pump aside. Yeah, yeah. It makes you feel good. Yes. And so it makes. To- I it didn't occur to me, but the second you said it, I'm like, of course. Yeah. 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 That's how it's supposed to basically work. Like right. anytime I take it, I'm like, I I feel demonstrably better than before. Right. Yeah. And, it, you know, the idea, right, is just to enhance everything that's great about training. Yeah. So all of the things that you, you know, you want better, better mental clarity, right? You know, it's got the proven performance actives in it. So, you know, you do a couple scoops of it and you have, you know, a good amount of beta alanine and creatine and whatnot circuit coursing through your veins, right? Yeah. And it's got, you know, um, the ingredients for blood flow and circulation and yeah. muscle, hyd- intracellular mus- muscle hydration. It's like all that going on. A burst of B vitamins and it's like you know yeah coffee and tea extract so you kind of uh on top of just caffeine and hydro so yeah. you kind of have that like good almost like espresso buzz going and yep. it's like it enhances all the things that are great about training you know somebody out so, there who's listening who has like zero interest in weights yeah, yeah. or lifting yeah. try it it's just like i'm gonna get some rice crispy treats <laughs> i'm gonna drink my face off and i know i get and get some vice <laughs> Greg's like I'm Greg's like me out of Greg's mind. like this is not what this was supposed to be. No, I am telling you, no bullshit. It is a fucking hangover cure. Hey, I mean, dude, if you're gonna tell me, if you're gonna tell me, am I gonna be stunned if at some point, like, it, somebody was using vice because they stayed up to study all night, or they were, you yeah. know, doing something like that, and it, you know, or helped them through their job. You know, maybe they have some sort of job that's about focus, or or like is grueling and they were using vice on the job or whatever i can see that whatever they yeah. do you know it could be last night i dumped two hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine on a table in front of strangers and then, and then the they, next morning advice yeah, yeah that's, that was a tuesday which they were still up for but <laughs> oh, average <a> tuesday, tuesday. <laughs> going up on a tuesday